Hi, welcome to this episode of the Musical Mouse Podcast. My name's Nick. And I'm Tyler. And this is the only podcast on the internet, or at least the one of them that I know of, that focuses just on Disney music. We focus on music from Disney movies. We focus on Disney TV show themes and music inside of those. We also are taking big risks and doing music loops yeah, from that, the park, from that's, the theme parts, that's from exactly, all Disney theme parks. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we hope that you're enjoying this episode. We hope you've listened before. And if you have and you want to reach out to us, reach out to us at The Musical Mouse on Twitter. That's at The Musical Mouse. It's all one word. It's just Twitter. It's a handle. And you can also send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we hope that you enjoy this episode. Have a great and blessed day. Hey guys, this week's discussion is going to be about our most favorite fireworks show. Tyler, what is our favorite fireworks show? Our most favorite fireworks show, Nick, is the newest and most most technologically advanced projection <laughs> show. Yeah. Is Happily Ever After in the Magic Kingdom of Disney World. That is Exactly right. Um, we want to welcome you to this week's uh, edition of the Musical Mouse Podcast. Again, my name is Nick McLam, and I've also got... And I am Tyler Rigsby. And um, this is your home for Disney music, and um, we're so glad that you've joined us. And uh, we're going to the theme parks today just because we feel like, um, you know, these theme parks are super awesome and great, and this is definitely one of those... Um, this is one of the best ways to wrap up a day at the kingdom. Yeah, uh, I I think that um, music wise, it's definitely their strongest, um, strongest they ever did, strongest they've ever messed with. I think that um, it's got the best sound, um, it's got the best music. Um, you know, we're gonna go through the history. I, uh, Tyler, how, how about you go ahead and read um, some of what you have? All right, so some of the history right now. I have that it debuted at the Magic Kingdom on May 12th, 2017. Unlike its predecessor, formerly known as Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams, show includes projection mapping across Cinderella Castle with lasers and searchlights. In addition, also to pyrotechnics, uh, the show includes characters and music from a wide array of Disney films. The one of these songs is produced by Angie Kilhauer, and that's how you pronounce her name, and Jordan Fisher. Show was promised to feature the most technologically advanced projection mapping display in Disney Park history. Um, it is a 18-minute-long show, sponsored by Pandora, and its narrator is Tom Kane. That's exactly right. Um, you know, one of the things that's interesting about this show um, is, you know, obviously this is the music, so we're going to really focus on the music. Um, but, you know, for you know a Disney theme park fan like me and you, this is definitely, it's the best. Um, and, you know, the it's got four different, um, I guess four. It's got the opening, it's got the dreams, journey, friendship, love, uh, adversity, triumph, and the finale. Um a lot of times for these fireworks shows, they have these individual stories that are different from everything else they do. Um, and this one is, you know... Such a variety of stuff. It, it is. Um, it's... 
I hate to call it a show for millennials, but um, it it really is. Music wise, it definitely is. Um, the opening um, is basically just the beginning where he says, "And they all live happy ever after." Each of us has a dream, heart's desire, all that stuff. If you've seen it, you know. Um, uh, the keyhole appears on Cinderella Castle. You know we're not going to describe all that stuff, but the happily ever after theme song plays there. Um, we'll stop there, I guess. The happily ever after theme song. Um, when we saw this, how did you feel when you heard that first initial bit of it? Uh, you just talk about that very first. Just that first, that first bit of the song. So, I had only I had only been to Disney World, I think, two or three times since then, and I had wishes. Now, I didn't grow up to, I didn't grow up where I would go every year. I only, I went when I was. I didn't. I didn't start. I didn't go until I was in college, and like I know that many people, many people have been to the parts. They had all these other shows growing up. I had wishes up until it leaving, and then from now, from since 2017 to now, I've had happily ever after. And hearing that first initial part of it, um. Tom Kane, the narrator, the more I listen to it, the more I like his voice. It's just like one of those soothing voices that you could listen to all day long. And then just that just that harmony between Angie and Jordan, it's just phenomenal. Throughout that beginning part, throughout the middle, the end, it's just it's harmony. And that's the thing that has gotten me from day one since we've seen it, is that theme song is... The more I listen to that theme song, the more it's just so perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is it's everything I want in a song. It's got you know that that great um, the great harmony, the great um, the great key. It's got a bright it's got a bright sound. Um, and uh, you know when you when the show the show actually starts, you know it starts with down in New Orleans from um, Princess of the Frog, part of your world from Ariel, um, before from my friend Ariel from Little Mermaid, and out there from Notre Dame or Notre Dame Hunchback. Wow, my my words Hunch, today. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I saw Notre Dame and thought about football and basketball for a second. Um, the thing, the thing about those three songs put together, this is the dreams portion. The thing about these three songs, I, I really, 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 really love Princess and the Frog. I don't like Little Mermaid as much, but I think with Hunchback's inclusion, especially with the projections, Hunchback's inclusion is almost near perfect, um, because. That song, for for what it's trying to represent, uh, the dreams, I guess, of them trying to... Um, it says, introduced by Tiana, we see a various Disney characters longing for their deepest desires. Longing for their deepest desires. I think Out There's a perfect song for that. Um, I really love Quasimodo on the castle and, and singing that song. I think it's just breathtaking. Oh, it's gosh, it's, it's yes. such a perfect song for that. Especially um, when it shows like when he's coming and you see him ringing the bell almost yeah. near the top. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Oh, it just... It's perfect. Um, one of the things also about that, I think that they did a good job of putting songs together. Oh, um, most definitely. I think I don't. I can't pinpoint songs that they could have put there instead. Um, to to me, I don't. I, I don't know if you do, but I think that beginning kind of kicking into the actual song um, down in New Orleans. Um, that that beginning from Tiana and, and and part of your world and out there those three, 
they're perfect, and I think I wouldn't replace them. Even as much as I don't like Part of Your World, I think those three work best together. Um, what do you think about those three songs in particular? Which one sticks out to you most, Down in New Orleans, Part of Your World, or Out There? Out There. Out There, yeah. Out same. There is just because... If you've seen The Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know that Quasimodo is... He's looked down upon by Frollo. He's looked down upon by his fellow man. Except until he meets Ariel. uh, Esmeralda. And she helps kind of change his outlook on life. And she also helps the people. The people finally see him for what he is. That he's a human being. And he has dreams... Even though he's deformed, even though he's got, he may not look appealing on the outside. He still has emotions, he still has feelings, and he still has dreams, just like the rest of us. And that's what that's about, dreams. Um, and that's what that portion of that, you know, this this show works well because of that 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 fact. The next portion is Journey, um, introduced by Merida, characters from Brave. A book's life, cars up, finding Nemo and Moana are shown embarking on their adventures. This is where I'm probably going to be controversial. I do not like Brave. Um, I do not like that story. I don't like the movie. I don't like that song, Touch the Sky. And the reason why is just because I don't like... I don't think it fits this show. And when you listen to it... When we listen to it in the car, when we watch the video, or watch, when we go see it... Um, my feelings don't change about it much. I don't really like it as much. It's okay when I see it live, but when I'm listening to it, I'm like, man, when's this part over? Um, and how far I'll go, I'm, Moana's fine. I, I just, I, I, I don't know why they picked Touch the Sky. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you have a better reasoning. Well, because in a part it says your journey begins, like. Yeah, but you could have put. I mean, you can do that, but at the same time, it's like, in order for you to go on your journey, you do have to spread your wings. It's metaphorically, you have to spread your wings and fly. It means you have to get up and go on that journey. And that's true. I. That's why. That's why I. That's why I initially think that's why they put it in there. Because you can. You can. We can sit. We can do anything else, but like you have to spread your wings and fly. Like we've used that to walk. We've used that to get our children to walk. We've got them to. It's like flying down the highway, like spread your wings and fly. You yeah, gotta fly to get on that journey. Yeah, I get that. That makes more sense, I guess, when you explain it. It's just not a good song for me. I just don't like the song. Yeah. I like the lyrics. I just don't like the song itself. Um, now how far I'll go. I, I think this is the perfect one out of the ones that kind of fits this one because it's it's that song where Meredith's kind of singing it and it's her journey. Um, but what I will say. I feel like this part of the show is a little, it, it kind of slows down. It doesn't really have that third song to kind of take it into the next little bit. I feel like it's a little shorter. I feel like they should have added maybe one more. Um, do you have any, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say Life is a Highway would have fit in this because yeah. they have cars. Um, or I don't think that anything from A Bug's Life would have fit or anything from Finding Nemo would have fit. or anything. I, You know, honestly... I think you could have put up steam in there. Um, the one that plays on Main Street most of the time, or the one the, the one from the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. I think you could have put up steam there. Um, I think it would have I think it would have worked. Um, up is culturally relevant in that everyone loves the beginning of that movie, even though I don't like up that much. I like the beginning of up, um, which most people do. And I think that song would have emotionally 
wrecked people. Seeing that house fly, which it does in the on the projection of the castle, I think seeing that house fly or seeing clips of the beginning of that movie obviously would have been hard for people to watch on the castle. That's very difficult. But the music for it worked very perfect together. Yeah. I think Up would have been great for this portion. Um, do you have any other suggestions, or if you agree with that, that's cool. I agree with that. But I think I think for what for what it is, I think they should keep it to that because even through all of these, they had to sit down and really think about this. Yeah, they did. They had to think about an eighteen minute show, and that may seem long to people. But when you're watching, if you watch this show fully, it does not feel like eighteen minutes at all. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, what's the next portion, Tyler? The next portion is friendship, and it is introduced by Aladdin. Uh, the segment highlights the friendship shared by Disney characters from Tarzan, The Lion King, Toy Story, The Jungle Book, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., and Aladdin. The segment comes full circle with a show-stopping performance by the genie. Songs featured Trash in the Count from Tarzan, Akuna Matata from The Lion King, You've Got a Friend in Me, Toy Story, uh, The Bare Necessities, The Jungle Book, I've got no strings, Pinocchio. That's what friends are for. Going back to Jungle Book and Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Um, what are your thoughts on the Disney characters itself and the songs? This is the portion where I think that they just kind of were like, all right, we need a fun segment. Um, I can't pinpoint what Wish's fun segment was other than... Um, the sorcerer stuff uh-huh. or there's a genie portion in there that's kind of fun um they, they've had genie in these shows forever now and that's fine like i i i like them honoring um robin williams mm-hmm. i think that's 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 a that's a key here part of this show i think music wise um i i'm trashing the camps fine um i don't like I'm gonna sound like I'm a negative negative net at this point. Tarzan's not my favorite Disney movie ever, but Trash in the Camp's a fun song. I really, really love the "That's What Friends Are For" portion of it. I think that's a that's when you when you see that portion, you're kind of like, okay, this is a fun segment. Um, well, then a lot of people, a lot of people are surprised that that's actually Shere Khan's voice. Yeah, the original yeah. Shere Khan uh, playing for what is it from Curtains on the Castle. Well, with that mouth part of him open, yeah. like curtains. No, it's it? that. It's I can't remember what it is. I can't. I'm looking. I'm not looking at it, obviously, but it. I can't remember. I, it's something. I think it's, it's something like open cur- in the castle. It's not the curtains or something, but that genie part at the end has got to be one of the strongest suits of this entire like fireworks show by itself. Music wise, it is, and that's why I think. When this is this is the friendship section, right? Yeah. Yes, this is uh, a friend like section. me is definitely the perfect one for this. You've got a friend of me. It's kind of that. This this is. I know we'll probably get to the well, from this point on. You know, the next portion is probably my least favorite, but um, you know, friendship is definitely one of my favorites because of the genie stuff. And at the end, it says applause. I think on the castle. Yes, it does. It, it has that portion from right. the original. Uh huh. Um, that that, that music is so iconic. Um, when you hear it, you immediately think of Robin Williams. You well, not know, only you, that, but every time that I have seen that show, right after that part, and I'm one of them, I have 
fan fangirled the heck out of that part along yeah. with several thousand people because that is that's just Robin Williams' voice itself. And like we listened to we listened to the new Aladdin one and yes, Will Smith took his own part with Friend Like Me. He put his own spell on it because most of his career has been hip hop. And I'm glad that they I'm glad that they allowed him to do that, but that last part where Robin Williams just goes ham on yeah. it. It's just phenomenal. It is, and they added the perfect part of that. That's yes. that's definitely the perfect part of the show. And, and that's that's one thing I really love about those. They're definitely and I like the inclusion of the characters. It's not a music thing, but I love the inclusion of the characters. I think Big Hero Six and there's nothing really that sticks out music wise for Big Hero Six. Zootopia, I mean there's that try everything song. Yeah. Um, Inside yeah, in- Out. Really Inside good. Out would have been fun. I, I don't. I don't really um, know of any. You know, there's song, the music, the score from it, but it doesn't really stick out as a song where I'm like, okay, I need this in no, the show. I don't think they really have a song that sticks out. Really. Monsters Inc. Um, if I wouldn't have had, if I wouldn't have you, that might have been fun. I think to add it in, but I, for for the most part, I think this is a perfect yeah. portion. Um, What's the next part? All right, the next one is Love. It is introduced by Olaf, a full moon rises across the castle that leads into romances and acts of love shared by characters from Wally, the Lion King, Tarzan, Zootopia, Finding Dory, Up, and Dumbo. Castle turns into a garden with waterfalls and transitions to show silhouettes of Disney princes and princesses. Floating the floating lanterns from Tangled are seen covering the castle. Rapunzel and Flynn Rider duet and send their own lanterns to the top of the castle. Songs featured are Love is an Open Door from Frozen. Can you feel the love tonight from The Lion King? You'll be in my heart by Tarzan. A wonderful new, a whole new world uh, from Aladdin and I Seen the Light by Tangled. Uh, what? We just went to that friendship part. Now we're in the love part. What are your thoughts about this part? I don't like this segment, and I don't like. I'm I'm tired of Frozen. This is no secret if you know me personally. I do not like that movie anymore. I kind of do like I kind of do like some of it, but I feel like this is one of the slower. This is like one of the slower it, parts I, of the. I like it because of it, the sound of it. I do. If, I like the sound of it in the projection, but I still feel like this is one of the slowest parts. I like the guy's voice, and yeah. they need a slow portion. That's fine. Uh, it, it, it's and it love needs to be in here. I think it needs to because that's Disney movies. They yeah. include that. Um, as far as like. Yeah, and and that, uh, I see the light is probably my favorite portion of it. And there was a there was a there was a projection show that used to be on the castle, um, called Once Upon a Time that used to. Uh, I think it's Once Upon a Time. I think so as well. I I'm I'm probably wrong. I, I, Once Upon a Time's first one that popped in my mind. It's probably wrong, um, but it's it's weird. Um, I don't know. I. I don't like the way that they add things from older shows into new ones to kind of like make people not miss something from the old okay. ones. I see the light is wonderful. It's a great song, but you should have just left it in that projection show. It's it's a cool part of the show. Don't get yeah. me wrong. The music's wonderful. Um, I, I I don't know. I it, it's just weird. I think that they did a good job with. Um, I think they did a good job with, uh, you know, 
Yeah, celebrate the Magic. That was the projection show. That's what I was looking up. <laughs> this is the, celebrate the Magic. So Celebrate the Magic was the one where... Uh, celebrate the Magic. That that was the tangled part in, in that. Um, yeah. I'll see the light. You'll be in my heart. I don't like that song as much, but I think that rendition's my favorite in this show. It sounds good. Now, the version we have, we've downloaded or whatever found on YouTube, it's not the same guy's voice. I, I'm 100% sure it's not. Yeah, but like the version that you hear in the park is gloriously great. Oh, yes, it is gorgeous. Um, they did a wonderful job with that. Wonderful job. Um, I really, really like the... I like I see the, I like the song. I just think they could have picked something different, love-wise, maybe. Um and this is where we. This is where the show itself takes a turn for, I think, to be probably the reason why I love this show, and it's the reason why this show became so important to me music-wise. Uh-huh. When I was like, okay, what we're we gonna do next, and we were both like, we at one point happily ever after. We need to do this. Um, Tyler, what's the next portion called? We have adversity. Now, adversity is introduced by the Emperor of China from Mulan. Show becomes aggressive and loud. Highlighting the climatic battles and challenges of characters that the characters face, including epic scenes from The Incredibles, uh, The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, Aladdin, Sleeping Beauty, and Pirates of the Caribbean. The castle and its surroundings are peppered with explosions, as many more climatic scenes are shown when it is over the castle is left in flaming ruin with gaping holes in its sides. Uh, music featured include instrumental sections from Frozen and The Lion King, and He's a Pirate. This part of this show, though, the stampede uh-huh. music, um, it is, it is iconic for me. Traumatic, hundred <laughs> percent. But I cannot pen. I cannot tell you how perfect this. Portion is. I like it. Trans. I like how it transitions from all that love part, and then I'm always been a big fan of like Chinese, like sounding like that type of music. But then, like when you hear that, yeah, yeah, the set, the sound you is glorious. It's really good. Yeah, that it's getting ready to go to him. And they did a just, great job with that. It's just so. It's this is one of the. I know I've only been able to see wishes in this one, but from what I've seen of this one. It's one of the most smoothing, like not only soothing, but like smooth sailing through. It's like I don't really find a choppy part anywhere in that entire show well, itself. And people mention the pirate. He's a pirate. You know, that, that theme song has become iconic just because of Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. And, but see, they used that portion of fireworks and stuff in the Summer Night Tastic fireworks years ago. And that's one of those things where you know we're talking about bringing stuff back from older shows yeah. back in the newer ones. I'm completely fine with that in this case because I feel like the music is chaotic enough for it to work. Yeah, um, he's a pirate is iconic. The they just went for straight up iconic. They went for straight up. All right, here's Mulan. Here's this. Um, here's the Lion King. Here's the Stampede music. Here's he's a pirate. Here's that. And all the while the castle's getting blown up and destroyed in that with projections music wise it's it is it is 100% perfect i there's there's no fault in that the last part of this show um, the last two things the triumph um oh man tyler go ahead read that all right it says that the vicious the visage constellation of mufasa 
appears across the starry sky reminding us to remember who we are as an inspiration as an inspirational version of go the distance from hercules plays turret by turret the castle gradually repairs itself while we see the featured characters in their triumphant moments as the music swells the structure turns gold with stained glass portraits of the characters all of them accomplishing their happily ever after this part to me like it gets me emotional every time I watch it every time I hear it on an mp3 version every time I watch a video of it every time I'm in the car listening to it on the way to Disney and foremost with me and several thousand people standing in front of that castle watching this is it's emotional it's the most iconic thing I've ever heard in a in a fireworks show second to probably the finale they they interchange each other for me a lot um seeing Mufasa's face come on that castle most definitely and and obviously this is a music thing but this this music from this portion to see Mufasa on that castle giving his spiel and then go the distance being in the background uh-huh. I and to hear it in between it is it's it's so good. Um, By the way, whoever thought about this, yeah, at Disney, they're perfect. They were so they were genius. I and yeah, we were talking about how Hercules today is underrated. Yes, how, how um, just that movie and the music. That music is so it's, good it's so good, movie. and and it doesn't get the credit it deserves. I think a lot of times, and that's why. Like when we heard this, when I saw when when they they live streamed Wishes the last night, and they live streamed Happy Love After the, the first night. And I remember watching Wishes that last night going, I'm really going to miss this. And um, I remember watching the live stream of Happily Ever After and going, oh, I don't miss Wishes anymore. Because when it got to this point, I'm like, what the heck? Like, this music, this this portion alone was like, all right, forget Wishes. Give me this every night, and I am 100% sold. This music, it is written so well from, like, those past movies. It's it's sung so perfectly with that choir. It is, it is the most uh, dare I say probably the most iconic thing I've ever heard from a Disney theme, Disney Disney theme park. It really is. It's it, it's so good, um, and yes, it's a song from an IP. It's a song from a movie. That's fine, whatever. But I think that the way they orchestrated, the way they arranged it, it's so good. Um, it, it, it's in such a it's a, it's just such a oh it's so it's so perfect. Um, you know those stained glass portraits of those characters on that castle with that music. It is something else. It really it. Oh, it does something to you. It, it, it every time. It it really does. And uh, the finale. All right. So the finale. It says the show ends with the narrator challenging the audience to unlock their own magic and make their dreams come true, just as the characters did. The keyhole reappears and a pixie flies from it, leaving a trail of dust around the central plaza. As the castle restores itself to red and gold, the pixie flies up to the highest spire where it's revealed to be Tinkerbell, making her fly over the park to the familiar refrain of You Can Fly. The castle is illuminated, central plaza change color as multicolor peony fireworks appear in the sky. Keyhole turns, then turns and opens, unleashing a colorful final set of fireworks. I 
remember the first time we saw this in person. And I remember going, what? Like, just... I remember, like, I remember seeing Triumph in Finale for the first time. And, and I remember seeing those, the hearing, hearing... And that's the thing. Like, the fireworks are, are great. And we always talk about the annihilation at the end with the fireworks. Yes. I think that I just give me this music and I don't need the show. Just give me the music. Now the show is wonderful. I'd wait hours for it. Um, but, but you know, this is listening, listening to it listening to it from the MP three file and just being able to make your own fireworks show in your mind as you're watching this is just phenomenal. It's 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 the most perfect ending of a show I've ever seen. Fireworks wise, like I, I, I perfect, can't. Perfect day to end. It is. Uh, it's, perfect it's, way to end the day at the magic. It Club. is, but it's the perfect way to listen to anything. Like if you, if if I, if somebody goes down there, and they always ask me when I'm at work or wherever I'm at, they like, well, I'm going down with go going down for the first time. What should I see? And I'm like, well, you need to make a point in the night you're at Magic Kingdom to just sit there and listen to that, and, or find no, well, find spot. a good spot, watch it, but listen to that music, mm-hmm. and and hear. Hear the heart that was put into arranging this yes. and putting it together the way it is. The work that was because, put in. Yeah, and, and this is why, like, we talk about Peter Pan and we talked about, you know, Alice episode will come out soon. But, like, when we, when we put those things together, um, those 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 songs are they're definitely classics. But when you arrange them into to being something more, when you, when you give them an extra kickstart to be special, that you can fly special on its own. Um, go the Distance is special on its own. But it's just in that moment of listening to them all together, um, and it puts a feeling in music. That's why you know we. That's that's why this podcast exists. It's it's a hundred percent not because of this show, not because of, uh, not because of these fireworks, not because of Peter Pan. Uh, the music and just the music, uh, how how great it sounds. This is this is the most iconic fireworks show that they've ever created in my mind. Besides, like you know, I love Fantasy in the Sky. I love the way that sounds. I love the way that Wishes was. I love the originality of Wishes. But these fireworks shows are meant to be fun. They're not meant to be, they, they, you know, they tell a story. You know, the new one that's going to be for Halloween is going to tell a story. But I, 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 I love the fun of it. I love the way that they're arranged together. This ending is any. It's just perfect. There's no other way to describe it but perfect. Like you cannot, you cannot leave, you cannot leave from that and not feel something from it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I guess to be honest with you, you know, as we go through this, which, which portion is your favorite? My portion of my favorite, um, I have got to say it's a, it's a, I do like the, uh, I do like the adversity just because that mixture with the Hans Zimmerman music, but just that mixture with it and how they still were able to add it all together. And make it fit perfectly from the Lion King, from, um, from uh, oh gosh, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, friendship. I like friendship right there at the end with the genie. Like I said earlier, that part just that part hits home very, very well. Like you get an emotional response out of it. But if I had a, if I had a definitive mm-hmm. favorite, it's got to be a toss up between Triumph and Finale. Yeah, that's it's got to be. That's kind of where I'm at, like sitting here reading it again. Like at Triumph is, I, I'd say that those if you're gonna put Triumph and Finale together, those two because they because they play so well together. If I listen, to, if I 
if I'm like crunched for time and I really can't listen to the entire 18 minutes, I'm just going to scroll to the 10 minute mark and just wait for adversity to start and listen to the entire, like just listen to Triumph and Finale because they're, they're, oh, they're so good. They're, they're so well put together to just, they're so good. Um, if you could change anything music wise about this show, what would you change? I would change some, I would, I would try to figure another way to do that love part. But, or, huh, it would probably have to be that love part. Like, just something in that love part. I mean, I could do, I would still keep, like, I see the light and stuff, but I would change something about that love part, because I think that's one of the slowest parts in this. But at the same time, like... I'm not gonna to say too much because I was not I was not there to create it. I did yeah. not create it. Yeah, they have those reasons for everything. But they have a good reason for everything, like you just said. But I would I think I would change that love part. Just like find a way to kind of like speed it up a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, they had to they had to come up with different parts about this, and they could they did a much better job than I know I probably ever could have when it come to that. And that's. That's kind of where I'm at. I would, you know, I keep going back to Journey and Touch the Sky. I don't like Touch the Sky. Um, I would have added something else. Um, but after hearing your explanation, it kind of makes me feel a little, better, a little bit better about it. Love, yeah. I think with the way Love is an Open Doors is in there, um, the way it sounds, like the kind of slowness of it, and it's a different person singing it, I guess. I like the way that sounds. Um, it's better than better than the original I don't like Frozen, so I like the way it doesn't sound like Frozen. Um, <laughs> I I would change that for sure. Um, you know, I I'm a, I'm emotionally attached to this show. Like I, I'm I am drawn to it. It's my favorite thing there. Um, if I'm if, if I'm there, like when we've went, you know, we'll we'll take time out just to like go there two or three nights in a row to see it. Uh-huh. And it's not because the way it's not, it's, it's because of the fireworks, but it's because of that music. To be honest with you, we listen to that music. We listen to that soundtrack all the time. I do. And, and that's like, it just makes 18 minutes of the day go by. It does. Like it's nothing. It really does. It, it's, it's so good. Um, they do so. They did such a great job with it. Um, and, uh, I, I hope that, um, if you're listening to this, I hope you, if you've never seen this before, I hope you've enjoyed kind of listening to us to explain it a little bit. And, and obviously this is just a music thing. So we're talking about the music and, and our emotional attachment to it, but go, go watch it on YouTube. Just find it. Um, just look up happily ever after at magic kingdom and you'll, you'll find it for sure. There's soundtracks. There's, there's, there's like there's, four, there's 4k editions of it and they are good for a good video. But then there are some that are just the, just the music for it. Just the thing out it without any fireworks and stuff. And the music, so you're yeah. fully immersed mm-hmm. within the music. They did a great job. I'm very happy with what we have. Um, now that that now that being said, um, this show is it's kind of if you could find a flaw in it besides something you would change, what would be the flaw? Because the thing about the the thing about the stuff that's there at Disney now, it's nothing is permanent. It feels that way. We go down there and you know you hear different, you see different parades, you see different lands, and they don't look Pandora's good, but you know, I don't want to turn this into a theme park podcast, but at the same time, it, 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 this is a theme park attraction. It's a fireworks show. What's the flaw in Happily Ever After? Is it because they focus too much on the newer songs? Um, 
that's mine. So, I would say yes and no. Some of the newer songs fit in there like perfectly, and then there are some that kind of makes you think, could they have put something else? Yeah, they could have. That, that I don't I, see. I, like like we just said, we weren't there when they when were creative. We're doing it, and and I'm not I'm not here to judge them. I think that it's a great show, and I think they did a fun, wonderful job with it. But the flaw that I find is those newer songs sometimes lose their lust. Um, you know, I think that's what you're finding with Love Is an Open Door is that they knew that song wasn't popular anymore, so they said let's just change the way it sounds. Let's put it in there that way. Not only that, but also like you see. You see a bunch of kids singing that part. Yeah. Like girls singing that, like little girls. I forget that, yeah. You see some some boys singing that song, too, just because that's what they grew up with. Yeah, but when yeah, you that's have, true. When you have people... Very true. When you have people our age that are 28, almost 29, almost 25, and then you've also got people in their mid-30s, their mid-40s, who were maybe teenagers and maybe 10 years old when some of these other movies came out. They know that part, and that's the majority. That's the majority of the old songs is being sung by adults, by us, or just people who have watched the Disney classic movies before they watched the newer movies. Yep, I agree. Well, with that being said, anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? It's just if if you if you guys or if you if any of you make the trip down to Disney World, I encourage you strongly. To find a spot, eat eat you dinner first, so you ain't got to get up from that spot. You got to go to the bathroom, run, and come back to your spot. <laughs> yeah. But find you a spot that is good, so you can see, so you can see those projections, because those those projections on that castle is something else. But that music, make sure you are in a good area where, if you cannot see the castle, listen to that music and just. Picture in your mind what you think that music sounds like on that projection. Yep. I agree. I agree. And that's something that, you know, I tell to just listen to it. Just go. Just just do it. If you've never been, you there's no better time than now. Um, so, yeah, that's our conversation on Happily Ever After. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Musical Mouse Podcast. Again, you can always reach out to us at The Musical Mouse on Twitter or send us an email at TheMusicalMousePodcast at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.